Welcome back, loggers, and thank you for tuning in to Legacy of Game. Today on LOG, we're vanquishing the lords of hell and talking about a subject that's near and dear to all of our hearts here, and that is Diablo. We have a great special guest today. You've heard of him from nowhere. It's our good friend Nicholas Chapman. He introduced all of us to Diablo and to each other for the most part, aside from Tony. And we are going to talk about our memories and all the things and all the facts and all the stuff about Diablo and the Diablo 4 rumors. Ooh, yes, sir. So stay a while and listen as we log on and talk about one of our favorite series. Excited for this episode, fellas. I am too, but I'm more excited about one other thing now that we have our good friend Nick Chapman here. Nick, are you with us right now currently? Nick? Nick, are you there? Nick, I'm you. I currently am indeed, good sir. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we finally have good old Mr. Nick Chapman here on our show, uh, before we get into Diablo, I think it would be interesting to uh, hear a little bit of a debate as to who was good and who sucked at Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. (laughs) <laughs> that is completely off subject. Yeah, hey, Parts was great. <laughs> come on the show and defend himself, and now this is his chance. Oh, hey, right, I'll give credit to Parts for Parts is due. When it comes to Perfect Dark, as long as he had his little corner on Complex with his far sight, he was good. <laughs> mm. I didn't his proximity lines and his far sight. That was like ninety percent of his skill. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm just saying, I got it on Xbox. We can go today. We can show you. We can show you what's up. All right, yeah. All right, all right. What's up? What's up? I will say, I will say, of all of our friends, you're the only one that presented any type of challenge. But I was still better than you. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm oh. saying. Oh, I was still better than you. Whatever you couldn't get to me because you were on the other side of the level. That was you. No, 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 no. Anyway, anyway, different topic for a different time. One of these days, we're going to do a Twitch and fucking play each other, and it'll be hilarious. But uh, a couple announcements to get out the way, guys, before we jump into this wonderful Diablo episode. You already know you can find us on Google Play and iTunes. We just recently got added to Podbean, so share the news for anybody that uses the Podbean Mm -hmm. app. Also, we have secured legacyofgame.com we have our own website it is not active yet we're still building and working on the site itself but look forward to that coming out in the next week or so we're very excited uh, to have our own website and to have everything there we're going to have our episodes there we're going to have some blogs we're going to post some reviews it's going to be a great uh, site for you guys to visit and check out some info on us and some info on things and, and new updates and things so stay tuned for that and 
Also coming up, uh, it is October and Halloween is fast approaching. And we have partnered with a friend of ours who hosts a podcast, Coffee with Screams. And we have done a horror episode about horror games. And we will be putting that out here come closer to Halloween. So please stay tuned for that. It's going to be a great episode. They're great people over there at uh, Horror Coffee with Screams. And <clears throat> we had a lot of fun working with them. And we're also going to be on their show. So uh, find them, check them out, and uh, give them a Tell listen. Us what you like. After that, uh, somebody's doing yard work, but let's jump into <laughs> <That's> Justin. <laughs> uh, Justin. let's jump into Diablo with Deckard Kane. Who wants to and take it all first? The wonderful things. I think within. it would uh, you know do us some service to go ahead and set up our differences right here if we have any, and just okay. uh, go ahead and have everybody to declare you know what their favorite game in the series was. Mm. Okay. I'll go first. I, I'm a Diablo 2 man all the way. I'll second I, I, that. I get behind that. Steven, y'all be It's complicated for me. Um, it is. <laughs> Diablo 2 is by far. I put more hours into it, and it is like my favorite game. However, Diablo 3 on console, not on computer. Uh, was also equally as fun, and I've dumped a shit ton of hours into that too. They're almost equal for me, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go Diablo two, man. I'm gonna have okay. to say Diablo two for me as well. We're all on the same page. All right. I actually well, have I, one gripe with to... Diablo two. Okay. One gripe. That fucking stamina meter. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. so pointless. It's commonly called the jog blocker. And that's really all it is. It's just there to slow you down as you're getting getting from A to B. It serves no other purpose. So, uh, we know for the most point how we were introduced to Diablo, aside from Tony, which we'll get into. Um, Nick, how did you come across or get introduced to Diablo initially? Uh, I had a buddy of mine in high school that he played it and all, and then just like, or no, it was high school. It was like, oh man, what was that? I don't even remember. Like, middle school yeah he played it he showed me and all that and i was like oh my god this this looks kind of cool so i ended up begging and pleading with my parents because at the time it was like rated m for mature and all and i'm 15 year old and they're like oh okay well uh, you're a kid like whatever it's a game can't be that bad this is before like everything was politically correct and everybody was worried about those things but like so i played it and oh man i got hooked instantly just played the hell out of that game and then I can't even get started when the expansion came out. Like, first hearing about the expansion, I was like, oh my god, they're coming out with more content? Like, a whole other act and just new characters. And, oh man, that game just, like, was, like, it was my shit for, like, the longest time. Oh man, I can't even <laughs> tell you how many hours I put. I mean, I, I respect the fact y'all probably put in some hours in that game, but I can't tell you how many I more would not contest that played. you put in way more hours than <laughs> any of us did. <laughs> I quite literally, I remember the summer that the expansion came out literally stayed up for two days straight non-stop playing that game because i remember i made like the brand new assassin character that came out and started playing with this random person and he was like we were chatting back and forth he was like oh all right man well i'm gonna hop off i'll catch you later i was like all right cool and i ended up seeing him like later when i was playing and he was like, hey, I'm bad. what the fuck? Because I jumped like 30 levels. And he was like, how the <laughs> fuck did you do that? I was like, I haven't gotten off. <laughs> so. And yeah. uh, 
that's Diablo 2, correct? Oh, yeah, that was Diablo 2. Like, that was, like, it's ultimate nostalgia for me when I think back to my childhood. Just, like, gotcha. oh, God. I remember, I remember, because, uh, you know, we always talk about how me and Justin turn non-co-op games into co-op, but me and you and Diablo specifically, we used to, like, sit there, and it was the only game that <laughs> we would sit there and just play together and make skill choices together and do this together. We'd turn that game into like a, a, a partnership uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> leveling up instead of just a, a one player game. Cause we didn't both have it. And then eventually I got it and we played together over online, but Oh yeah. Um, like, I, I remember really playing fun. with you, like you'd be at your house. I'd be at my house and we'd both be trying to get to the same, like basically like try to create a get session and try to find each other in it. To, Cause you wouldn't one of those things where you get like join unless you sent somebody the exact IP address you could join. Like, I remember that about Diablo 2. You could yeah, join, like, it was IPs, or you could do, like, public sessions. And it was, it would sometimes work. It was kind of iffy. It wasn't like, it wasn't like today's games where you could just straight up join somebody's game and you knew, like, it would work. Yeah. Like, oh, man. But whenever you got into that game, oh, man, it was fun as hell playing together. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, it's going down now. So let's, uh, let's talk about the original Diablo. Um, Love it. <laughs> and that one it was uh I, I would say the original was probably the hardest of the series i could say i could second that and uh, difficulty was and what's yeah. crazy about that is it had the smallest scope of any of the games the whole game just took place in tristram and the catacombs of this one cathedral that's all you just went Diablo down and down was. and down and down yep this is plummeting down like that was the first time you ever fought the butcher too uh, that that's, that's oh, guy's yeah. become a mainstay oh, yeah. of the series, but yeah. man, like at first you're like, okay, I'm just in this dark crypt area, but then as you go down and down and down, and then there's start, you kind of get like this, like almost hellish area you know, with lava pits and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck, man? I'm not even in this realm anymore. And I actually came with some interesting facts today. This is this is usually Justin's realm of <laughs> shit right here, but. I wanted to bring up some uh, interesting Diablo factoids oh, from well, then, by uh, all means, the great past. Um, Diablo actually came about because there was an original game company called Condor, um, and they worked on Justice League Task Force. And it's where uh, they were originally introduced to Blizzard, who was also not super widely known at the time. And uh, they worked together on this game, which built them a relationship to where Condor pitched Diablo to Blizzard. And there's a lot of interesting shit that I didn't know. Like, originally, Diablo was, one, going to be turn-based, which would have been holy shit. Uh, it was going to be claymation, not like we know it today. Um, and there was no such thing as Battle.net. Um, during the the making of Diablo, Condor actually ran out of money. And uh, Blizzard bought them out, renamed their studio Blizzard North, and that gave them this whole new slew of money, and that's when they created Battle.net and uh, all the online functionability. And uh, it's just a really cool backstory into how different things could have been. <laughs> I mean, imagine a turn-based Diablo. Like, it'd be <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, and they also had hundreds 
of skills and items that actually got deleted um, before the game's release. There could have been many, 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 many more options for skills and things like that, but it turned out the way it did. I'm actually glad that it did because it, it was a really fun fucking game, man. Um, but it, it was just cool facts that I found and I thought were really, uh, really awesome. Well, I'm actually, uh, next really relieved you did that because, you know, with the fact that I didn't know I was going to be able to do this episode until recently and how hectic, you know, my last couple of days have been. I've had zero time for any kind of research this time around. Terrible. <laughs> zero. Terrible, my friend. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know I was going to be doing this episode and I didn't know, you know, like, I didn't think I was going to have a point to fucking breathe, but... You know, while we're still on these early games, you know, Diablo 1 and uh, Diablo 2 and everything like that. Like, uh, I, I just, I want to say, like, the, the big point, those games had the, the, the really wonderful note both of those games hit that Diablo 3 failed to, is uh, they had this really impending sense of doom in both of those first two games. Like, it, it was a constant atmosphere of dread the whole time you're playing with it. It's like they took this medieval fantasy, this action medieval fantasy, but they sprinkled in a little bit of horror to make everything just seem a little bit more, you know, like like apocalyptic. Everything it just was a, uh, it was definitely a darker art style. Um, oh yeah, much darker from the and story. It's, it's the one sound. of the reasons when Diablo three first came out and I played it for the first time, my initial re my knee jerk reaction right was, I don't fucking like this. Like Same here. it was, like. Oh my God, cartoony and this. And I was like, they took WoW and they incorporated it in Diablo. And I am not liking this at all. And this sucks and yep. blah, blah, blah. But the more you play it and the more you kind of get used to it, um, you know, every game needs, you know, new stuff here and there. Um, no. I just don't no. like the cartoony art I, direction. I, I beat it on the computer originally. I didn't play it. And then I think it was you, Justin, who brought me around to the console version of the game yeah. and in my opinion diablo 3 the console version just flowed so much nicer and easier and more user friendly and everything compared to the pc version and that's when i really started having fun in diablo 3 and enjoyed it i played it to the end game paragon levels um different Torture. seasons Torments. all that shit I, I love the hell out of it i played the expansions a necromancer all that like I got into all of it over and over again. I actually I had traded it in and went back and rebought the damn game because I wanted to play it again. Um, so I still have it in case that craving hits me. Um, and it's <laughs> it's just as replayable as Diablo two or the original Diablo for me. Um, I really enjoy it. It's just not quite as crazy dark as Diablo one and two. It's not. I, I, I can, I, in my my opinion, because like it, it's two completely different teams that made it. You know, the old ones were made by Blizzard North, and then uh, by the time Diablo three came out, Blizzard had become a part of Activision. So I'm sure that played a role in it, because you know, Activision likes to, you know, capitalize on any kind of success whatsoever. That's why you have a yep, million. Yeah, whatever's successful, duties. that's what they want to stick with. Yeah, no yeah, comment on so, that. You don't want to get me started on that level. <laughs> <laughs> And because, uh, you know, like, WoW was the huge success, of course, Activision had to get involved to make sure there were elements of that in there. You know, not only in just, like, you know, the, the general tone and atmosphere of the game being changed to be more, you know, friendly and whimsical like WoW's is, but uh, also in the way your character leveled up. I cannot stand the way you level up in Diablo 3. 
I like the game. I'm sure it sounds like I hate it. So, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with Diablo 3. But, like, is this the way, like, you know, Diablo 2, you know, you had all these different classes to choose from and all so, these different skill trees. You had to make permanent decisions. You had to think out. You had to plan out your character. Oh, I'm sorry. Nick, go ahead. So, uh, I'll, uh, I'll finish this in a minute. No, it was just like, you, you were talking about the whole whimsical, but, I mean, yeah, I know Activision took over, but Blizzard definitely put their jabs in on like kind of making fun of that where they made up Windsor Shire. It was one of those things. It was kind of poking at that where like, whereas the whimsical kind of theme through it where you have this whole, like there's ponies and unicorns and flowers and everything you fight in it. And it's just kind of, <laughs> it's, it's a huge joke where you're like, Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is supposed I to be the replacement really for the cow that. level. But then like yeah. they're like, and all through it, like loading screens, they put in, there is no cow level. There's no cow level. Sorry about that. There's no cow level. Then you end up finding like later on, there's an Easter egg that they didn't there tell anybody. People discovered that you like, you end up finding the, not the cow level as it's called in the game. And yeah, like, I really I gotta re like respect Blizzard for that, even though it yeah, was really fun. Even it though, was really fun. oh, it was even when you open you the portal, oh, when you open the God. portal to Whimsyshire, and you have to talk to the ghost cow king, and yeah. he's like, "This is not the cow level." Oh level. yeah, the cow level. Oh yeah, it, I, it totally uh, cow level. Ha ha. But I mean, oh, little man. things like that. Like whenever you open up the portal, like finally discover, like like you find the bovine axe, and you break that down in the like Herodric Cube, and it opens up this portal, and like you walk to the portal, it says, leads to a place that does not exist. The burning hells are not responsible for the events that transpire there. If you claim to have been to this place, you will be called a liar. Void where prohibited. And I was just like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh my god. And the first time I went into it, I was like, oh my god, I gotta tell Parnes about this. Parnes is gonna lose his shit. Because both of us were just like, oh my god, there's no cow level? This game is so, like, uh, how could they do that? Not pay any homage to that other than just the cow king i will say though it, but oh that was so fantastic. the cow level in d2 way more intimidating than a cow level oh my yes. god it was terrifying right oh it my god you're like yes. oh my god it's coming they're coming at me and they're mooing and shit they got these big ass axes like what is going on here but to piggyback off of what justin said um uh, regarding skills and the way you level up i 150 percent agree um in Diablo 3, you kind of unlock things at stages, and you can change them at any point in time. You can use whatever you want at whatever time. And in Diablo 2, it was, I'm going to put a point in this skill, and if I don't like it, Hope I make it. fuck me. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's all there was. And you had to plan your build, and there, it it opened it up to where there was multiple different builds you could do that, yep. that enabled you to do different things, and there was different play styles. And in Diablo 3, you... I mean, you have it, but it you don't kind of have that because style. in Diablo 3, there's what works and there's what don't work. Don't like, work. if you want to get to the top tiers, you have to use this set with these skills, with this whatever, and then that's it. And Diablo 2, yeah, there were there were builds that were better than others, but you could make shit work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you could play how you wanted to. And I really liked the skill system in Diablo 2. It took me a while to adjust. Uh, to Diablo 3. Anybody like, trying uh, to yeah, play I it now will just get bored and stop playing us. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like, uh, like, like it's, it, it's, it's all, you see it happen time and again. It's, it happens a lot in RPG games, a lot. Uh, you know, it happens in Oblivion and Skyrim. You know, they, 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 the games just get streamlined and casualized. Like, yep. you know, Diablo 2, you had all these different choices to make. They were permanent. You had to make big decisions about your character. And that, that eventually wound up 
you creating a character that is just yours. It is your own. And you go out and, you, and it adds an element of having the fun of tracking down the gear that you want and need in order to make the character that you've built work the best. And that added for yep. a lot of extra playtime. You get to Diablo 3. No matter what, every every capped level character has the exact same set of skills. Every last one of them is the exact same character. And the only difference is what gear those characters have managed to find at that point. Your, your, your character becomes built around the gear the game has randomly given you that you've had no choice or say over. And not only that, the gear itself is dumbed down with the sat simplified, uh, uh, simplified and everything else. And it becomes and it, it's the point where they even tell you directly what your DPS is going to be. So you don't have to do any of that thought or planning out well, yourself. Well, here's the thing about it, that, too. It becomes too. a game of optimization. The, the system on Diablo 3, it was, it was kind of awkward and inaccurate because it would say, like, oh, with this weapon, your DPS is this. With this weapon, your DPS is this. But there's certain things where the math didn't add up right or didn't account for certain things or didn't, you know, didn't this or that. And it, it, it was weird. So you could build builds that didn't work or builds that did work where you had weapons that theoretically said, oh, this is like 200,000 lower damage per second, but in actuality, you're doing way more damage than you would oh, have yeah. with yep. a, another weapon. But oh, Justin, yeah. I don't know if you played the more recent iterations of Diablo 3 with the updates and stuff, but when they introduced the Herodric Cube and some oh, different yeah. things and how you could uh, add powers and stuff outside of sets and things like that, uh, it 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 opened up a lot of choices here and there for builds and stuff, but still you had builds that worked and builds that didn't. If you didn't stick to the top builds, you weren't going to get, you know, where you wanted to go. That was just how it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying there, and like, yeah, believe me, I, I, I did. I jumped back in as soon as the Necromancer came out because that was my favorite class from Diablo 2. There was no way I could not <gasps> jump in Dude, and get the that Necromancer was so awesome. On. And but. Uh, but like I don't know, it still just felt wrong to me because you know again you have to build your character you know around whatever gear you have, and so like you wind up being forced you know use abilities and stuff that you don't really care for and having to play your character in a way you don't really like, just for the sake of having those higher numbers. That's uh, true. And I just I just didn't care for that. I, I liked my character being my own that played the way I wanted him. To I play. liked, especially as far as Diablo two is concerned. And the necromancer. I mean, you could have like ten skeletal mages and like twenty or t or ten or what, however yes, many Lord. like skeletal yes, warriors and the golem and all that. Like, the, like you had your own yes. personal fucking army, dude. Yes. It was amazing. Oh, it, it was the best feeling. Like, 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 like the, I, I know I did a lot with you and freaking uh and Cortland and everybody whenever we were playing it all together. But like, just like you're on the you're on the final level of the expansion. You know, your buddies are in there fighting Bale with all of his fucking summonings and everything, and you're out there, you're just like in Tristram, freaking, uh, well, not in Tristram, in the, in the starting area of the game, the first level, and you're just going around killing all the freaking nobody enemies so you can get all your summons up, and then you have one of your buddies that are in there getting fucked up, open up a town portal for you to step through, and you just freaking walk right on through with your whole fucking cavalry, and be like, oh, we're here, boys, <laughs> we got you back, it was the best feeling! <laughs> it was viable it was viable and in d in d3 i mean yeah there's a necromancer build where you use your you know necromancer army or whatever but it's like it doesn't even touch the necromancer in d2 like it really does all. oh god no 
D2 Necro can murk that motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. D2 Necro is just... I will say, was... I am a proponent of the Ooh. bone armor Necromancer in D2. Ooh, yes. And yep. they rape face. Um, <laughs> I would destroy <laughs> the motherfuckers. It was a lot of fun, but... Once again, D... <sighs> Fuck, looking back, everything about D2 was just more fun. The skills are more fun. The abilities tended to be more awesome and more fun. There was more shit you could do. Like, the sorceress in Diablo 2 would spank the fuck out of the wizard in Diablo 3, hands down. Oh, yeah. I agree And, with and that. I love the wizard. Yeah, I, just... I really do. But that sorceress was one bad man majama. That fucking frost <laughs> orb, man, where she would shoot that frost ray, and it yep. would, it would yep. like, shoot cones <laughs> everywhere in a circle. It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. On that note, I was talking to Nick about this. I think it was just yesterday. Um, like when, like when the expansion came out, the most disappointing class to me was the Druid. Because I was really excited about the Druid. Oh, this would be so yeah. cool. I could shapeshift, do all these different things. And man, it was just such a letdown. It wound up being such a boring class to play. On Diablo 2, yeah, I remember that. I would yeah. agree with that because like, you could focus on different things as the Druid, but each thing... like. You couldn't summon enough creatures to where that tree was really, you know, worthwhile. Yep. And then, you know, you could turn into a werebear, werewolf, but that kind of was, I mean, let's be honest, it was kind of boring after a while. So your only option was the elemental shit. And even that, I mean, it the was sorcerers cool. But you already had the sorcerers for that. Yeah, like, it wasn't... I mean, for summoning, you already had fun. the necromancer. Yep. So, and the necromancer destroyed the druid when it came to summoning. Yep. For Elemental, you had the Sorceress like we just talked about, which destroyed the Druid, and it's just... Yeah. It, at that point, it was just shape-shifting, and it was, like you said, kind of boring and repetitive. It's like, okay, yep. I'm not really mm -hmm. getting into this. Whereas, like, I was telling Justin yesterday, like we were talking, is, like, the Assassin, that was my class when it came out. Oh, oh god, that was a fun class to play. I, I was, enjoyed the Assassin a lot. Oh yeah, especially I, I made a trap class and oh, just destroyed everything. Bosses would spawn and they would just be just decimated as soon as they spawned. And there was multiple ways you could play the assassin too. Like you, you didn't have to rely. Traps was in my opinion. I'm I'm in agreement with you. It was probably the funnest. Oh yeah. But um, there were different ways you could play the assassin with the uh, the martial arts tree and moves that were really fucking potent. And then there was another tree, and I don't remember what it was because my memory sucks, and I haven't played D two in a while. But that that tree was really fun as well, if I if I do remember correctly. Um, Dude, I'll tell you right now, like uh, I, I, I'll tell you the most underrated class in that game and the most underpowered class in that game. Fucking the Amazon was underrated as fuck. The Amazon was Amazon's bad as shit when you leveled her up. And, uh, but the Barbarian, man, for being a Barbarian, dude, he was yes. so weak. Yes. Yes, he was. He was terrible. Because, <laughs> like, oh, I want to be the big Barbarian and do a real two-handed weapons. I'm going to just wreck shit. No. I'm going to be a Barbarian and get fucked up. The <laughs> <laughs> one that's always dying in there. Yeah. The best skill the Barbarian had was the whirlwind shit. But even it still, like, it was the coolest looking. 
it was a cool looking skill, but it honestly DPS wise, like damage, it did not do the best. It did nothing. It, yeah. really, it was it was cool, cool to watch. You're like, oh my god! So like the best thing he had was his leap. So like for example, I think it was Act Three, the whole like swampy kind of thing when you could just leap over like different areas and get through the level really quick. Mm -hmm. Like yep. that was that was his biggest that advantage was, was being able to do that. <laughs> Tony, man, you've been awful quiet. What you want to say about Diablo 2? I've been talking. Nobody's been listening. It's all right. You know, I, I care. Know. I'm telling you that I care. You're my little boo no thing. No one cares. And I want you to talk. No care, one Jim. cares. I care, Tony. I care, Tony. I care. <laughs> Tell us what you no, think. No. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on Diablo 2. I, I definitely played a good bit of hours into Diablo 2. Um... I try not to rethink those days because those days I never saw the sun, but <laughs> <laughs> it was fun days. I'm not going to lie. It was definitely fun days. Um, uh, I do agree with everybody as far as the, uh, the difference between the Diablo three and Diablo two. I, I mean, I have fun with Diablo three, but something about Diablo two just says, you know what? I, I can play this more. Cause I, I I just I could build like like Justin was saying I could build my character how I want it to be, whereas in Diablo two, uh, they don't really give you that option, because you have to have the best gear no matter what, um, and on top of that I mean they they change the ability where you can change the abilities out and have them however you want but that it it doesn't it doesn't play off as the same as far as uh which you know what kind of damage and stuff you can do um but that game i think that game i got into with jason our buddy our good buddy jason way back in the whoop day mm -hmm. and uh that's how i got into it and ever since then i've been playing it with you know these knuckleheads and trying to get some of them to get back on PlayStation 4. <coughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Believe me, I'll give anything to still have my PS4. I it's loved right. that damn thing. I, I loved know. it. I loved it. And I don't you. care what anybody tells me. The dashboard on the PS4 beats the fuck out of that crappy ass ad campaign of a dashboard that the Xbox has right now. <laughs> yes, thank you. Look, yes. I'm not even gonna bite that fucking bait you just threw in the water. <laughs> yeah. What you talking about? It's gonna open up a whole topic What's, that's a separate I, thing. I was just, you know I was what? just, you know what? I was just let's, saying that. Let's do three episodes today. What do console wars? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tony against you. You know Nick. what? Here we go. You know what? I think that's a good idea. Eventually, we'll do console wars. Um, All right. Be an episode, but not not today. Let's let's continue oh, okay. on. But All right. Well, like something interesting. Uh, like I, I think it usually says a lot about a person's play style. You've already established. You know, I played the Necromancer a lot. Nick played the Assassin a lot. Parnes played the Sorceress a lot. What did you play, Tony? Well, I had the luxury of playing all of them. That's how much well, I played. Well, we all played all of them, but yeah, you have like a specific like well, viewer we go to. All right, yeah, so what was your tier my, one? My t okay, so my tier one, I would probably have to say. Uh, I would have to say probably the sorcerer. 
Yeah. I would probably have to say that's my tier one. I have I have so much fun playing with him. That's a bad but, woman right there, <laughs> yeah. boy. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't take it away. I want to take it away, but it's like, mm, that sorcerer's pretty so, nice. <laughs> I like the sorcerer, and I like the assassin. See, I never got to play as the assassin. Oh, man. And I, I regret not being able to play that. But we're because... we're uh, we're passing by a class that I think was really cool and really uh, viable, and that is the paladin. If oh my god, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you knew what you were doing, the paladin was pretty cool, man. Paladin, yeah. He was cool. He Those was cool. Auras. But dear god, I got so fucking sick of all the damn hammeredins. I get it. I get it. You know, in the higher difficulties, holy's the only thing that the uh, the, the enemies don't have resistance to. Kiss my ass. I got so fucking sick of seeing those damn hammeredins. I'll agree with you with that. Um mainly because everybody just went on and looked up Jonathan, the best Brian, the best paladin fucking class or whatever, and built their shit. I agree with you, Terrible. but the paladin if you played him uh, was well, he was actually pretty fun to play. He was, I can't deny that. I I, I didn't join the Hamburton though. I used mainly an aura paladin. I love the aura. Here's there. another thing also that separates D two from D three, and that's Diablo two back in the good old days. When you could easily mess with shit. Even when you were tired of Diablo 2, there were countless yep. mods. Oh my god. Diablo 2 Open battle, yeah. baby. It was yep. so easy to implement into your game because all you had to do was yep. download the mod, replace this file with that file, and mm -hmm. boom, your whole game was changed. And it was yep. awesome. I can't tell you yep. how many different mods I played with different crazy effects. <laughs> Mm. Oh my god, the drop what? mod in the cow level? Those were ridiculous. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like the drop mod was somebody who met turned all of the enemies into Diablo. Oh, the yeah. boss mods? Yeah, oh the yeah, boss those boss. things were yeah. ridiculous. Or like ones that made charms and runes and gems fall from the sky like it was raining them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, there was uh, an easy way, so... Uh, in Diablo 2, and me and Nick did this. This is my best memories that I have of this. You could download this program, and it was like a hacker program, but like you host a game, and then anybody that joined your game, you could minimize your game, open this program, you could see their inventory, their skills, their fucking gold, their everything. You could straight, if you wanted to be an asshole delete this motherfucker back down to level one. Like, you could change anything about their character at all, and it would be permanent. <laughs> and we weren't assholes in the fact that we did it to everybody, but if we were in a game and we hosted it, we had the program up, and they were being dicks, we'd be like, okay, roger that. Uh, you're level one. Your skills are all set to zero. Uh, your gold is all now mine. Uh, <laughs> we, we would just... Like, completely ruined oh, no. motherfuckers, man. The, I think the worst thing I ever did was I set somebody to, like, the level 99, the max level, with all their skills level zero. <laughs> so they couldn't even level up anymore to get skills. They couldn't just redo everything, and they had no and items. It was, just like It was the simplest of programs. You could, uh, you could drag their shit and drop it so that other people could pick it up. So they would just randomly drop items, and they'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> now... Did you guys ever fuck around with the uh, Diablo 2 character builder? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, Jamal oh, yeah, something but... like Jamal. Dude. She was the chick that was in uh, Act Four in the Pandemonium Palace. They yep. named a program yep. after her, and it was where you could just go through edit items and all that stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, never. Heard I of did it. that, and dear God, like I'm sure you did it at some point because the curiosity is just too much to bear. But uh, like I remember building up a necromancer with the character building program. And oh my <laughs> god, man! Like I, I made all of my summoning skills at at ninety nine, which which shouldn't even be possible, no matter what kind of gear <laughs> you would even be carrying. And it was before they put a cap on the number of summons you could really have. And oh my god, man! I'd be Crash walking around with like three hundred skeletons. No, no, it never. I never actually. It worked really well where it never crashed my game. But yep. oh my god, imagine like. I just would love to have seen the perspective on people's faces. Like, you're playing a game, and they're doing something, and suddenly somebody walks in with, like, 300, just, like, a giant army with them. Like, <laughs> oh, my God! It yep. just takes over the entire screen. Yep, and the most fun thing to do is do that, and, you know, then you take, you know, your 400-some-odd summons that you have and walk up to somebody and challenge them to a duel. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember Diablo, yeah, like, like the dueling system in Diablo 2? Where all you had to do was just declare hostility towards them, and then... I love it. Oh, yep. that was the greatest and worst thing ever in that game. Because it was great, <laughs> because you could just go up and be like... if you. It was always good when you were the higher level person. But when you were starting out, you're like level 10, which I think was the level that you could declare hostility. And you'd have somebody who's like level like 99 join your game, and like, oh, I'm going to declare hostility against everybody here. Oh yeah, man. Uh, that's actually my favorite mechanics. Like, like uh, it added to the intensity. As soon as that, as soon as that thing, that, that sound hit, and that and that skull popped up saying someone was hostile towards you, your heartbeat started racing, and me, it's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I loved it. <laughs> uh, that's just part of the reason why I like uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls so much. Is that danger that anybody could join your game, hunt you down, and fuck you up at any minute. I love it. I, I I wish to God they'd bring that back instead of this again pussy ass World of Warcraft mechanic where <laughs> somebody has to say it's okay for you to hurt them. I mean, remember, oh, here's something I just thought. Remember in Diablo 2 when you died and there was actual negative side effects of that? Like you had to go and get your gear back from your dead yep. body when you respawn. Not only that, yep. but your gold would drop. Like a portion of your gold would drop, and whoever killed you could pick it up, or who yep. came across. And collect so always ears. A yeah. Oh, you. Cl oh, I forgot about the ears. Yeah. yeah you collect the ears from people. Oh man, that was. Yep. That's some of. The, I think that's one of the things they kind of lost touch with that they should have like added into Diablo three. Like Diablo 3's like dueling process was, I think, just never really utilized. Like mm. yeah, they had the ability no. to go to the there brawling was, grounds. There was no but... consequence. There was no, no consequence. There was no consequence. It was just like oh, okay, whatever. But it wasn't like. And not only that, but the just... characters in Diablo 3, like, so they all have their their pluses and their minuses, their pros and their cons, but it will work out in a way that it was it was all dependent on who hit who first. Because you could both insta-kill the other person, it was just a matter of who landed the first hit. So it was, it was all a matter of matchups, and it was stupid. But in Diablo 2, I mean, you could run around, you could work shit, it was an actual battle. Like, you could you know, go back and forth. In Diablo 3, it was, well, I landed the first hit, I win. Hope oh, you landed the first hit, you win. Hope oh, well, there's no there's no consequences, so who cares? Like, Oh, man. Like, I unless no unless you ran, in Diablo 3, you ran the wizard and had diamond skin to give you temporary invincibility, then you won every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I remember people running the Necromancer build with the bone walls. Oh, my God. Oh yeah. Just like, like nobody could leave town yep. because there'd be bone walls. They're like, well, 
I got shit to do out there, but I'm stuck in town because asshole keeps. I don't have any waypoints yet because this is a new character and fuck you. <laughs> oh god. So well, let's switch gears here. Talk about D three. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's safe to say that Diablo two is all of our favorite. Yeah, I, I could install it on my computer today. Go back play it. Have I have it installed playing. on mine. I'm, um, I'm going to do that as soon as we get off of here. Go on Steam. Go Diablo it, 3 wasn't a bad game. And I'm going to focus console-wise because that's where I put most of my time. I beat it on PC. Didn't really care for it too much. Uh, console was a lot funner to me. It all flowed better on console to me. Um, which is strange because it's like yeah. a PC made game but anyway well it was um, it was made to be for the console yeah that's this was, why it felt so better yeah this was strictly I, made for the console and that's basically i think what killed it for the pc was because it just yeah like because i was i'm the same boat with you parns like i first bought like the day it came out I, I was overseas on deployment it came out i downloaded it for my pc i was like oh this is gonna be awesome and i I don't even think I maxed out my character because I was just like, yeah, this is. Not <laughs> yeah, I mean, insane. I beat the game and that was about as far as I got as far as What's PC up, goes. Justin? Yeah, I mean, I honestly had no intention of picking it back up until I think you were the one that told me about like the console and how you you actually ranted and raved about like, oh my god, dude, no, you have to play this on console. You have to do it. Download it for your game. Like, <laughs> get it now. And I was like, all right, I, you'd never rant and rave about any game like that, but all right, I'll try it. And yeah, so I got Justin, hooked. Justin, what, what you got, bro? Oh man. Uh, okay. Um, well, I, first of all, I, I want us to go around and do our favorite classes again. I think that'd be fun. But before we do that, I just want to throw it out there: if your primary class is the demon hunter, you're kind of a scrub. Hey, fuck just, you. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's you, big shit. <laughs> uh, is it? Is it? I, like, Damn. I'm sorry, man. Play that's the fuck that's out that's demon like, hunter. That's the most tremendously evil, uh, easy, overpowered class in the game. Dude, it was so much fun to play it. Because it's so chaotic. It I love the chaos with it. Well, now we know what Nick's primary pick was. <laughs> <laughs> well, until the Necromancer came out. After the Necromancer came out, that became my shit. But... Oh, yeah. I think I think that should be a good like prerequisite. Like, like, like your, your favorite pre-Necro one. Because the, <laughs> yeah. the Necro is a hard yeah. one to top. I got you. Yeah, I got you. My favorite class... And I will never go back. Even post-Necromancer, though I love the Necromancer, fuck that shit. I was a monk, son. And the monk Damn, was shit. amazing. Yeah, Especially after you got amazing. Inna's set. Yes. And oh you God. had like fucking ten fucking uh, elemental monk, um, you know, companion things running around fucking shit up. And you could spam them and you could survive through all types of hell and shit. Man... It was so cool. It was so fun. It was awesome. I love the monk, dude. That's my favorite class in Diablo 3, hands down. Well, straight up. Tony? Well, he took mine, but uh, my second (laughs) favorite, I guess we'll have to say that, uh, would have to be, um, well, it's not many to pick. Damn it, Barnes. I remember whenever uh, you and I played on the PS4, you were on the Crusader. Nah, I didn't like the Crusader too much. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. 
great. Took my favorite character. Now. Why'd you say well, damn it? Well, you the, the, because you took it from him. You took it from him. The man. The man's been waiting for something, and you took it from him. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna have to go with this one. But this is the the only reason I went with this one is because, um, I just have fun playing with him. Regardless, it's the wizard. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Go uh, ahead. I have. <laughs> I have fun with those damn beams. Those swim beams. Yep. Eraser. <laughs> it's like this big ass eraser. The wizard was my across. original class um, until I switched over. Oh, oh, so why didn't you pick that? So I could get my fucking monk, huh? Because I didn't like the wizard as much as I do. Monk is my shit. It's what I play 24-7. That's, that's, my, that's my dude, man. I love you. I want you to know that. <laughs> Well, you have anything else you want to say about the wizard? I have one thing to say about the wizard. Do Go ahead. not think that the wizard is invincible. He will die, but he is invincible because he will kill everything that moves. With that being said, be careful how much you use and how much mana you use because if you don't monitor that shit, you will lose a lot of mana and you will be fucked. <laughs> Yo, but like the wizard is the pure definition of a it's, glass cannon. That motherfucker can kill everything, but if he gets hit, it's game the fuck done. Oh, no. Remember you Price? Two swipes. He made yeah. that tank wizard that was ridiculous. You couldn't touch him. I mean, he well, couldn't kill oh, anything. He did no damage, but you couldn't hurt him. Yeah. Uh, but still. Like, um, a fucking wizard man. Like, like, like Tony said, those fucking beams. Dear God, you get the beams. Yes. You know, they go through people, and the ones that, like, branch out, and, like, freaking, as soon as they hit one enemy, they start, they start spraying out of other enemies. Oh, my God, that was so tasty. The fucking magic missile that just launches into the air and just rains down all over everybody. So, oh, I take it, I but, take it the wizard was your favorite, Justin? Yeah, it was my favorite, and, but, but like, it, like, one of the reasons it was so superficial, um, like, but I always like magic users, first of all, but second of all, like, this game did... So it did me the hugest favor. It was it kind of played as a detriment to me for a while until the expansion came out. But it, it pisses me off in every game I play, whether it's Elder Scrolls or any other RPG. Like, the fact that you can't get a legit fucking wizard hat in any of those games. But you can in this. You can get that Gandalf-style wizard hat. And I loved it. And it didn't fucking matter like, what piece of headgear I picked up. If, I had, if it wasn't a wizard hat, I wasn't fucking wearing it. Uh, which, Thank God which, for transmogs. <laughs> which, which got easier whenever the expansion came out. And, you know, they made it to where you can, you know, alter the appearance of your gear. That was that was cool. It was nice that they added that in. But dear fucking God, that hat, I had to have it. I had, I, it, it had to be mine. I'm going to agree with that, honestly. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of how my character looks. Like, you can give me shitty gear looking that's like two, three levels from what I have. And I'll be like, nope, don't look cool. Got to wear this. <laughs> now, the cool thing about what they did with this one is they let you uh, change the gear look. Yeah, they let you transmogrify. Yeah. yeah, which was pretty cool. So I was, I, I was pretty hyped about that. Which yeah. I still think the Rathma set does not look anywhere near as cool as the Necromancer in Diablo 2. For sure. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the D2 Necromancer looked way more badass. but so, I will oh, say yeah. it's horseshit. How they do it in Diablo, where they make you go to the guy and they make you pay to transmogrify your shit. That's bullshit. That's the only RPG that does that. Pretty much any other, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. online <laughs> RPG you play lets you do that shit for free. It'll let you 
find a, an item whose appearance you like and lock the appearance onto your character so that it never yeah. changes. And no, they're yeah. like, no, you have to spend an obnoxious amount of gold for an aesthetic because we're Blizzard and we like to suck cock. I mean, in all, in all fairness, like my characters are like stacked with gold, so it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, I mean, gold's not even, hard to yeah, find, especially with the the, uh, the, the, the treasure goblin portals oh, yeah. and shit yeah. that you can do. So. Like, I think my guy's sitting yeah, at like, like some odd billion like, gold last I checked. Yeah, I was just about to say I'm so, like, like half a, half a like, trillionaire. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, this costs fifty thousand so gold. Think, okay. I think we all already know, but. Nick, go ahead and share your favorite. So start class. like all right. So first starting the game, like I had to like kick it old school when I first got the game and play as the barbarian because, of course, they brought that was the only character they brought forward at the time. So I played the barbarian. You suck. Well, I had to play <laughs> it first. Like that was the first character, but then I ended up like getting the demon hunter, and I, I fell in love with it just because it was so like chaotic. Like you could just do so much crazy, especially like. Oh, what's that ability where you could just dive around? All I had like this build. No, it it definitely fits your personality. Oh man, it was fun as hell. It was so much fun because I was just <laughs> able to like asshole. you couldn't hit the character. Just you could like I, I, I me and Parnes even dueled, and he used to get pissed at me because I would just jump around him the whole time and just keep hitting him. He's like, "What the fuck? Stand still!" Until I was the monk <laughs> and I just let my fifty clones go after your ass. I killed half those clones. <laughs> Like before they even saw it, because I was just jumping around. So it was, it was uh, before the Necromancer came out. Yeah, it was definitely the like, the Demon Hunter was just a lot of fun. It was kind of like a cross between the Assassin and the Amazon, which I really liked. True. So like the, the Assassin was like one of my is definitely one of my favorite characters from D2, and I always thought the Amazon was really cool. And just to kind of combine those two characters together was just a lot of fun to play as. So that's why I go with the Demon Hunter as being like my like first pick all-time favorite for d3 i have to throw a shout out out there because so the monk is my favorite class hands down but for pure fun and comedy one of my favorite classes (laughs) and i think the first class i played as on d3 on the console the fucking witch hunter dude like oh. the shit you could do, the thing where you turn into hold a chicken on, and run on, and then on, explode. Hold on, hold on. you parted <laughs> it up again. You parted yeah. it up again. You call, it a, you call it a witch hunter. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it's a witch oh God, doctor. A witch doctor. Witch doctor. Yeah. I but, apologize. Yeah. That's why I started is. laughing as soon as you. Well, thanks for correcting me, you dick. We just oh, did. I'm Thank sorry. You, you know how you, you love Justin. to call things things that they no, 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 no. I'm saying Nick didn't stop me. He just laughed. No, you I was laughing me originally, and, me and I appreciate. No, I was re- laughing oh, originally because I, I knew you. you were going to say the witch doctor due oh, to the witch. fact of like the chicken and all. Because I remember playing with you when you got that unlocked with that chicken ability, <laughs> and you lost your shit. You're like, all oh my god. All his abilities were so fun. Like everything he has from the little pygmy dudes. To the the chicken thing and the fucking the pond of piranhas or the the thing you could turn into and you know you, all can, the, see you can turn people into bite, a though. giant toad like the witch the witch doctor is just he's just a fucking hilarious fun character to play and I really like him I just I feel like they didn't really give him any sets that were super good for his kids I mean I know there were some that. That worked really well, but they weren't fun for me. Um, but I just—he's so cool. He's so funny. Like I love playing as him, just to 
Just for hilarity reasons. Yeah, I know, like, basically the Witch Doctor was supposed to be that character to kind of hold people over from, like, the transition from D2 to D3, like, for the Necromancer Void kind of deal, because it was just your summoning yeah. class and all, so. Yeah, but that was I, supposed I to be the Necromancer for D3. Yeah, but they came out with the, I'm pretty sure they came out with the Necromancer because they realized that, yeah, this isn't really holding people over like we thought. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah. really wants the Necromancer. They really want right that up. original. And once they came out with that Necromancer, oh man, that first gameplay of it, oh. You just <laughs> felt like a god. That. You were like, oh my god, everything must die. And then <laughs> come back. Hands down. Fuck everything must die, then come back. One thing, one compliment I feel like we definitely need to throw out because we bitched about it time and again on the show because you rarely ever get it anymore. That was exclusive to the console version of Diablo 3 is that it brought back Couch Co-op. Couch Co-op. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. That is always a good upgrade. Yeah. Well, I like the fact they had Couch Co-op with being able to play with other people, too, because I don't know how many times I played yep. with you, Parnes, and Price would be over at your place, and the three of us would be playing together. Yeah. And yeah, I thought that was... House, uh, off the ship, and uh, we were playing on the same TV, and you would join us, and... It was a good. It was a good deal. Oh like, yeah. I don't know why games are are so against couch co-op nowadays. Um, I feel like it's a simple thing to add in. Well, not but, not all games now. It's just most of these couch co-op games are uh, on the marketplace. They're not. They're not yeah. like mainstream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some of those marketplace games are actually relatively good, surprisingly. Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> some of these true. games come out really good. Wait, like, sometimes Rocket you'll get on those games, you'll be like, this is this is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rocket League was a just a marketplace game. Hell, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the big game, the big game for uh, Xbox, Xbox One. I don't know. There's so many. Um, I'm not sure what you're. Referring I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Nick. With the with the <laughs> robots, with the with the giant robots. Uh, shit. What oh, you talking about Hawks? Hawken? No, not Hawken. That's on PS4 as well. Oh, I don't know. I just know it's on market. It just, it just, it, the first one didn't get to be on PlayStation. Titanfall. Oh, Titanfall. One. Titanfall, yeah. Titanfall was a market game. No, it wasn't. That was that a was, big production game. Was... It was made by EA. No, no, That was a big, because it was a huge exclusive for Xbox by EA. Yeah. No, 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 you're you missing it. That wasn't an exclusive as far as a full game. That was an exclusive for a marketplace game. They that I'm I'm telling you I did I did research on this. That game okay. was never meant to be a, a full developed game. That was uh, actually just supposed to be a market game but to it help. Was the, yeah, I was about to say Xbox. it was end up like you could go to GameStop the, and buy that game when it came the, out. Like it was a exclusive. I mean, specific. Big, you can and you no, can buy I Fortnite. It, I mean, it doesn't I, make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, because I remember yeah, them announcing it on... Like, like, if you're telling me that it turned out to be something they didn't expect it to be, then I'm, yes. I'm all with you, and I, I believe you. But when that game came out, like, it was a big console-exclusive advertised game. Yeah, so because Instinct. Xbox was pushing it. <laughs> uh, well, not, but wasn't Activision... Well, or no, it was a branch off from them. Like, I the guys who... Yeah, we're fo you're focusing on the wrong But, yeah, okay. I was just I was just bringing that up to say that <laughs> there <laughs> are games on the marketplace Tangent. that are really good. Like, they're really worth value. The big point to make is that it's yet another exclusive series that Microsoft lost. Like, they lose all of them. That is true. Wow. But, but now, to be fair, to be fair, 
Sony has lost some of theirs as well. That is true. Nick, we welcome to our podcast edge. where everybody hates yeah. on Xbox and loves PlayStation, except for me. Glad you could join us. Well, I uh, prefer I like Xbox both. over PlayStation. I like them both. <laughs> I'm not I hating just, on Xbox. I just like to point out the flaws, man. <laughs> I'm just hating on you. So, my favorite memory play. of Xbox versus PlayStation was when I was overseas on deployment and the PlayStation Network got hacked, and I still got to play online video games. And all my PlayStation owning friends were like, "Hey, Me I too. can't play online." And I was like, "Oh, well, that too. sucks for you." <laughs> no, no, Nick, I was with you. Me, that's the <laughs> same year. I had the same situation happen to me, and I still was able to play. Yeah. On top of that, Sony sent me a letter saying that they, uh, I would get free uh, online access due to the hack, and that they're working out a deal to be able to give us free games nice. to oh, yeah, they did. mess up. They, 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 they let us all pick. I think it was three free games. We all got. We all get to pick three yeah, free three games. Three free games every month for the. For See, the I didn't of, have a PlayStation at that point. Like anything, I think the only PlayStation I owed prior to getting the PS3 was a PS1, and <laughs> I only bought the PS3 like a month before the wow. PS4 came out because it was on sale for like super cheap. Huh. But, so. Uh, so. Before we get too deep into this before console war, Diablo. Diablo. Getting back onto topic. (laughs) Our favorite Diablo 4. Will never happen. Never. It must happen. No, no, no. No, it's been confirmed. Slightly. Kind of. No, no, no. They have announced at BlizzCon they will reveal the multiple, quotation marks, Diablo projects they've been working on. Um... Diablo 2 Remake has been whispered around. Um, a new Diablo game, Diablo 4, has been whispered around. Um, multiple Diablo projects supposedly in the works. And this is all fucking rumors and hearsay, so please take it with a grain of salt. But no, there was a Reddit salt. post um, that I came across in my search for Diablo Reddit. news. <laughs> where I guess somebody that worked at Blizzard leaked information to a friend where um, they're saying, and this could all be complete bullshit, so please bear in mind, but that uh, Diablo 4 is in development and that it's going to be like an open world game that's darker than Diablo 3 uh, art style, um, but Wouldn't open world, kind of like an MM type of deal where you can go anywhere you want anytime you want there's no axe there's just like this big open world and it's like this big thing or whatever so and they're base. bringing back like the necromancer is so. a basic class and different things here and there i don't know how Sounds i feel like about that gonna wow it up some more welcome to the world of diablo I was, say, I was just about but, to say that <laughs> but they did say that was going to be darker than Diablo 3 art style wise. It really won't take much because, I mean, okay. basically you're going to darken up. Here's the thing. I am strongly against an MMO Diablo, and if that's the way they're going, it saddens my heart. I don't oh, want absolutely. That. Nothing pisses me off more than whenever they make something into an MMO that usually isn't. I hate it. I hate it. It's like, like they're forcing it into something that's like, not. Like the Old Republic, like the Elder Scrolls. I mean, fuck off with that MMO shit. It's only for people who can't play games. That's all it is. <laughs> That's all it is. I just need something where I can casually click my screen because doing anything else is way too hard for my little girl feelings. Fuck off with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, I enjoy MMOs really feel, here and there. Um, 
However, Diablo is not, has not, and should never be an MMO game. It, it, it's just one of those games. It shouldn't be. It should be, you know, solidly made and to where I can play with friends. And they, I, what I don't, they have a formula, right? And the formula fucking works. Everybody loves mm-hmm. Diablo. We all love Diablo. There's a huge fan base, and I feel like it could go really well. Or it could go really bad, and they might shit on their entire fan base if they don't deliver a game that. I tell you what, I tell you what. If if the if the promotions and you know screenshots of this game start coming out, and it's not top down, I'm noping the fuck out of there. Like nope, <laughs> nope, not doing it. Get out. Go on. No, I gotta agree with thing, that. Yeah. I feel you. I mean you. You go into Diablo, you expect certain things. It's a things. trend. It's it a is. trend nowadays where you take a game that's been a certain way for X number of years and all of a sudden you completely change up ex- how it has been. And to me, it makes no sense. I don't know why they would do that. No, you should just, just come out like, with a new game. Um, like the uh, Fallout Square, Square, Square Enix with the remake of Final Fantasy VII. Fans have been begging for a remake of Final Fantasy VII. All right, we're going to remake it, and we're going to completely redo the combat style, and we're going to redo this, and we're going to release it episodic. No! That's not what the fans want! We didn't ask for that. All we want is the same damn game with better graphics. Like, why why change a, a formula that you know succeeds? What you got, Tony? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me just break your little heart right there. Um... They originally were not going to do a remake. They had no plans whatsoever to do a remake. A remake. The only reason they did a remake is because there was some independent developers on the side who did their own little intake of the first series uh, of Final Fantasy VII. And when fan base, fans started hearing about that and they started seeing that pop up, there was rumors that uh, there was a Final Fantasy VII remake coming out. That was that was that had nothing to do with Square Enix, but when they heard about it and they saw how many people were after it, that's when they they basically went to court against it and took back the rights and all. It, it was a big deal, but anyways, they finally brought it back and that's when they brought it out was because of the money. They didn't bring it back because of the fans. I promise you that. Oh yeah, obviously because they're changing the entirety of the game. So I mean, they're yeah. not looking to make people happen. No, happy. no, they're not looking to make people happy. <laughs> it's just, it's just for the money. They saw people chasing after it, and they were like, "Oh, well, this we can get some money out of this." So, and that was why they did that. I think every major game company should have like a team of five gamers that are their consultants that they go to, like, "Hey guys, uh, is this a good idea?" And the gamers can be like. Fuck no. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would help a lot. Uh, um, like, uh, another series where it's been done, like, horribly, horribly is uh, the Fallout series. You know, it used to yeah, be a top-down yeah. game with some turn-based aspects to it. Man, but, like, it was a very in-depth RPG. And uh, all of your decisions really fucking mattered. Really fucking mattered to the point where, like, you like you would have like whole characters, whole towns, and stuff like that be destroyed, and things like mm-hmm. that. Like, it, it, like your decisions were everything in that game. And every time you got into dialogue with somebody, it was like, oh man, I have like a hundred different decisions, and it could lead to so many different outcomes of all these different situations. Mm-hmm. And then you get to something like Fallout Three through Fallout Four, and probably the new Fallout Seventy Six, and it's uh, 
It's just this super watered down Elder Scrolls wannabe where your decisions affect nothing at all. It's just it's, yeah. just, it's just an open world for casuals to goof around in, and that's all it is. I'm sorry for yeah. anybody out there that loves the new Fallout games, but you're basically taking a shit on a series that people loved long before you heard of it. Yeah, Fallout <laughs> Fallout has really fallen from what it used to be. Like as far as its core aspect of it, it it, it just it it lost it a long time ago. It's, it's like they're riding a wave of the name just being Fallout. They're hoping that it'll bring in cash, but it, it's it's not bringing in these hardcore gamers or anybody like... who likes to play it. It's just people who will play it once or twice and then. I liked Fallout New Vegas, um, and after that, like Fallout Four, I bought, played one time, and See? completely <laughs> lost interest and didn't <laughs> care. Like they focus so much on this building aspect and these towns and this and that, and that's shit that I don't care about. Like I want an RPG where I'm leveling up my character and I'm getting stronger and I'm killing shit, and you can spend ten hours building this fucking town. And like, ooh, oh great, no, I get bored. I don't want to do that. I want to. Go kill shit and have epic stories and do the different things and have to reload my game ten times because I'm not sure I made the right choice that I want to make. Like right, right, and and you know there is a game coming out that's probably gonna blow all of Fallout and any of these other RPGs out of the water. And Starfield. I don't. What? Uh-uh. You talking about Cyberpunk, what? aren't you? Cyberpunk, yeah. I knew. I knew as soon yeah. as you said it. I knew uh, what you were talking about. I am. I am definitely going to pick that up. I'm kind of excited for that one too. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of that one. Uh, but, all right, looks good. Check it out. It's actually, yeah, it's actually pretty, pretty boss. Like the the mechanics in it, everything that you do in that game or in that world, pretty much affects everything that comes out throughout the storyline. So it's it, you got yeah. consequences for everything that you do, rather good or it bad. It looks pretty fucking awesome, man. I'm not Sounds gonna lie. Neat. Yeah. As far as an RPG world goes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we're getting off topic. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, getting, but we are at the end of the show, so <laughs> supposedly, so they're gonna reveal news about Diablo Four, possibly, or the multiple Diablo projects that they are working on at BlizzCon. I'm super excited. I want to hear about it. I'm I'm ready for another Diablo. To be honest, I I love the series. I love playing the games. I love fucking killing demon monsters over and over and over again and grinding for gear um in a game that actually drops gear unlike other games <coughs> destiny um and <laughs> don't hate don't hate oh don't even get me started on that no no, no we're not we're not we're not we're not we're ra- we're having a we're not going good thing y'all that. didn't have me on that episode <laughs> you already, you already did oh. an episode eight, but eight eight, eight. but uh yeah we're not a proponent of putting out false information guys so uh, I don't want to confirm do or deny anything in regards to Diablo, Diablo 4, Diablo Remake, whatever. But I will say the news on the street is that there's going to be uh, Diablo 4 definitely coming next year. Supposedly, we'll find out officially soon. And then there might be some Diablo remakes in the works. But, I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what Blizzard has to say. Sounds like fake news to me, buddy. <laughs> You're one of those fake news guys, huh? I mean, you know how there's always 50 rumors the before the uh, press release or whatever, so we'll see what they say. But I am, yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. <laughs> well, I think that pretty much 
wraps up our Diablo Lord of Hell episode. <laughs> well, we hope you guys enjoyed us discussing our memories and our things about Diablo and Diablo 4 possibly coming out. Um, let us know what your favorite class was to play in Diablo. Uh, send us an email, legacygamepodcast at gmail.com. Give us some topic suggestions. Let us know what you think. Um, follow us on our Facebook page, Legacy of Game. We are on Twitter, Legacy Game of. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> and uh, don't forget, guys, we are working on that website. We do have LegacyofGame.com. It just isn't active yet. We will be activating it soon, so stay tuned for that. And uh, thank you for logging on with us today. And we'll be back with our Diablo 4 episode in 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Our next episode coming soon is Call of Duty. (laughs) I bought Call of Duty Modern, uh, excuse me, not Modern, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 I got. Uh, We'll be giving a review and we'll be talking about all the Call of Duty games. So uh, hang out with us when we do that episode and we will see you next time here on Legacy of Game. Woo!